Alright everybody, welcome back to We Dig Tennessee. I'm your host, Matt Mingus. Uh, glad to have you guys listening. Uh, glad to be back from um, the uh, the holiday weekend and uh, Thanksgiving. I hope everybody had a had a good time and came out of it healthy and and doing well. Uh, so, um, you know, I know my Thanksgiving was fantastic and, and really enjoyed getting time to spend time around my family in a responsible manner and, and you know, it, as with everything this year, it was different, but it was fun and, and interesting, and, you know, we enjoyed it. So I hope everyone else uh, had the same. Um, well, guys, this week we're going to hear from the Nuke of Mill Tennessee board about their most recent board meeting. And usually when we follow up with the boards, we do kind of, uh, you know, interview, I'll have two or three board members come on and we'll talk about what went on during the meetings or maybe have the executive director uh, moderate and and know guide the board along the discussion and but being the times that we're in and everything having to um be what it is our our most recent board meeting was held through zoom and so we decided we're just going to take the audio file from that board meeting and let you guys hear directly what we were talking about what we were saying so anyway um hope you guys enjoy it uh let me know and i'll uh i'll you know as usual once the this part of it's over. I'll do the the chapter updates at the end, but let me know what you think. Thanks, guys. Okay. Uh, we're ready to get started. It looks like uh, everyone has checked in, but I'm just going to go through roll call real quick. Jake, I know you're here. Yep. Aaron. Here. Tracy. Here. Matt. I'm here. Craig? Yeah. Yeah. Andrew? Yeah. Colton? Standing yeah. Out there, standing out there on the moon or somewhere. Steven? Yeah. And Greg? Here. All right. We have a full group, Matt. Over to you. All right. Well, uh, first of all, thank you guys all for joining. Uh, I'm still bummed that this is the way we're having to do our board meetings, but, you know, better safe than sorry. And, you know, we don't ever want to host something that people are going to be uncomfortable at. So this is kind of where we're at. Um, guys, things are have been going pretty good. Um, I think this is the first time I'm officially introducing Natalie to you guys. Um, you know, our obviously our executive director search has concluded. We we picked Natalie. It was a, a tough search and a hard decision, but we we think it's a great decision for the chapter. Uh, she's been she hit the ground running. Uh, we've been doing some strategic planning and some other things we've been working on with her that I'll let her tell you about in more detail here in a little bit. Uh, but it, you know things are going pretty strong. We have we've had some strong recruiting so far this year. Our numbers are growing. Uh, we've hit a little bit of a lull here recently, so we need to we need to start attacking again. Um, uh, but. Other than that, you know, we've got some great events upcoming. Uh, the executive committee has been very active and getting things going and, and trying to move them in the right direction. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully we'll start seeing some, some good, you know, results from that. Um, and with that, I mean, Natalie, do you, I guess you want to officially introduce yourself to everyone? <laughs> I'm, I'm slowly getting to meet everyone through some means or another, but I appreciate it, Matt. I am so excited about this position and I am loving it. I love this group of people already. It's a terrific group of people. And uh, I just feel the excitement that everybody's got in their 
voice and wanting to get out there and do some things. And I think that's indicative of this clay shoot tomorrow where prior to Jake giving me his news, we had 70 people signed up for the event tomorrow. So I'm real excited about it. And like I said, I'm just happy to be here and I'm really looking forward to 2021 and seeing what all we can bring to the group. Awesome. Wow. That's, that's the last time we talked, it was like 55. So 70, that's been a, a big influx here at the last second. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 We've been getting uh, a lot of uh, add-ons of groups of five. So. <laughs> uh, Larry oh, Taylor awesome. with Van Husco is going to be there. He said he's just going to have to register when he shows up. Uh, I thought I had his name already. I think I told you he was going to. I don't know if Matt, maybe he, maybe he did and he's forgotten. <laughs> that would be uh, late. Yeah, we're, we're, we're planning. I, you know, I'm going to have the ability. I can take more registrations tomorrow. Now, his name isn't on the list. No, it isn't. So I will add that. Okay, and I just, I guess where I wasn't looking at the agenda, Jake, I skipped over approval of minutes. If you want to go ahead and jump in with that, man. Yeah, so Natalie sent the uh, sent the minutes out from the August 6th board meeting. So you should have all had them. Hopefully everyone's had a chance to review them. Does anyone see anything that was discussed or mentioned in the last meeting that needs to be added? now no, I thought they look good. All right. based on that I will uh, I'll go ahead and ask for a motion to approve the minutes from the last month or from the August meeting so moved can I get a second I'll second all in favor aye aye, aye. there you go all right um I did a, a quick update and introduced Natalie. So I guess with that, Natalie, if you want to jump on the number six, there are our dues structure for us. We'll, we'll move right along. Oh, okay. You don't, you don't have anything else for your update, Matt? Well, I mean, I was going to talk about the podcast and some other stuff, but they're already on the list. So I don't want to, I don't want to jump ahead of the, the, the agenda too much. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll get through the dues really quick. Um, as it says here, National is raising their dues by 3% next year. And so this board has to make a decision if we want to pass that increase on in our due structure or to keep it where it is. And I need to know because I have to get the information updated to National and on our website page. Uh, so as new people are signing up, they know what they're looking at. Uh, <clears throat> I sent the survey out to everyone and there was a segment uh, everyone in there said they were going to renew their dues this year they were going to renew their membership but when we asked about the value uh, of our organization compared to others there you know there was a variety of comments in there that some said that it was a, an equal parity in the cost of the dues can you know related to what they get in value back. But Matt, I think you and perhaps possibly the executive committee and I spoke the other day, there was a couple of people that felt like it was more expensive. I know Craig told us that we were more expensive than perhaps an organization that he was in. Yeah, we, um, 
not to disparage the benefit that I get from NUCA, but we're a member of 20-something different associations across the utility and contractor landscape, and NUCA is the second highest uh, of all of our dues that we pay. Yeah, and, and I know that when we first founded the chapter a couple of years ago, it was the same time that that uh, National had another increase. They do a 3% increase every two years. Last time we voted to match it just, you know, to stay consistent. So I guess this time is the the real question. Do we want to, you know, match their 3% increase again or keep our portion where it's at? My vote would be that we don't increase our chapter dues. Uh, we just, you know, reflect in the membership forms the increase on the national side. I agree. I mean, I think especially with what's going on in this climate with the uh, the economy, that a lot of the value that we can show to our membership is that we appreciate their membership and that we're willing to hold who we are, and especially regionally. Um, I don't see any point or any benefit in increasing 3% in the chapter. Okay. Okay, so, uh, and I will tell you, I've already got one other company that's told me they are going to join in January. They were just playing out their budget year this year due to COVID, but they, uh, they've already sent me their application. They're going to call me and let me know when I'm supposed to pull the trigger on processing that, but they are expecting so that current rate. So even though they can get the the rest of this year free if they join now, they're not interested in joining until the first of the year? No. And it, it you know, the company that had the misunderstanding about the contest yeah. is who it is. So but he called me yesterday and told me that he's okay. the discussion them and they're, they're yeah they won't do it this year okay okay can you send yeah and i'll get it over here to the lady that takes care of that for us mary joe over here and estimate yeah who's trying to do real business while we're trying to have this phone call sounds What's like darren he's <laughs> 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 probably like me and he hasn't figured out the mute button <laughs> So we need someone to make a motion. Right. Well, I'll, I'll I'll make a motion that we we keep our chapter dues uh, steady, no increase. I'll second. second. I'll second. All right. All in favor? Aye. 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 Sorry Aye. about that, guys. That's the five million dollar phone call right there. Had to take it. Ooh. <laughs> hey might want a job, so sorry. Got excited. Uh, <laughs> no worries. We all we all know that feeling. That's right. <laughs> all right. All right. Well with that settled guys, I'll I'll talk a little bit about the, the We Dig Tennessee podcast. Uh, it seems to be going really good. Uh, last month was our highest listened to month ever. It was uh, double the amount of listenership we've ever gotten. Granted we put out an epi two episodes a week. Uh, and both uh, all those episodes seem to be fairly well listened to. Um, I've gotten, you know, a lot of good feedback from the podcast. People I talk to are enjoying it, like the content we're putting out there. Um, 
So any, any, any ideas you guys have for more content, please send them my way. I'm always looking for, for bigger and better ideas. Um, the, uh, I know it's not really representative, I guess, of what we do here in Tennessee, but we now have listeners all over Europe too. We've got listeners in Russia, Germany, England, Finland, uh, Belgium. I thought that was just kind of a cool fact. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's going steady. Um, we're at a couple episodes coming up that should be good. We're going to use the, the audio from a sa- from the safety roundtable that we did to put an episode out just so people can that weren't able to join can, can get a feel for what we discussed. There was a lot of good uh, talk about uh, safety culture on that roundtable. And then I've got an interview lined up with Zach from Wyman Associates next week to talk about, uh, you know, how summit and the elections and everything is playing out for what Nuke is wanting to do. Um, I'm still working to get, uh, and I've just lost his name from, uh, uh, he's David's friend from East Tennessee. But, he, but anyway, he's a, he's a payroll guy. He's going to talk about the paycheck protection program and forgiveness and how, you know, kind of how it's played out since all that got started since COVID came around. So we've got, we've got some good stuff lined up. Uh, listenership seems to be pretty steady. Um, I can only see down, uh, analytics on downloaded episodes. So if uh, people are listening without downloading, which I get the feeling they are, cause I get a lot of people that talk to me about the show, uh, that reflects that there's more listeners than are downloading the episodes. So just based on downloads, I think it's going well, seems to be, uh, well received. Um, you guys, any of you guys that listen consistently, they've got any feedback for me. Yeah, uh, Matt, there was some explicit content in the latest episode. <laughs> I'm glad you caught that because I must have done an editing mistake on my part. So, appreciate that, Craig. Matt needs a dump button. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, was, I was recording the episode and all of a sudden my freaking phone just starts blowing up. I was like, what? I was like, so apparently forgot to edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jimmy Rodifer is the gentleman that you are referring to, Matt. Yes, that is Jimmy Rodifer. That is correct. Uh, Zach, uh, from, um, he, he's part of Evan's group. Is that what you said? Yes. Uh, when, is, when are you guys recording that episode? Next Thursday, Thursday morning. Okay. Not a huge amount of time, but I wonder if it might be good to try to get some questions from the group because Zach and, and Eben and the folks at Wyman and Associates are so well-versed that it could be a good opportunity to answer some questions. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be happy to have them. Uh, so if, I mean, if you guys have any questions for, for Zach and Eben, shoot them to me. You know, I'll put a list together, shoot them to them, kind of, you know, let them know what's coming a little bit, but, uh, or if we talk, if you talk to any other members that, that want to have some uh, input on these questions, we're, I'm more than happy to have them. Well, I can shoot an email to everybody too, Matt, and just put it out there. Okay, that'd be perfect. Hmm. Um, but yeah, any any content ideas or things you guys would like to hear, feel free to share. Because like I said, I'm always looking for good ideas. That's that's probably the most difficult part of the process is coming up with, with new and good episodes. The recording and editing, when I remember to edit properly, is the easiest part. 
but it's a uh, yeah show shows rolling along smoothly um the amount Matt, of subscribers is going up that yep do you have um coleman tractor scheduled to talk to them yet uh i've never heard back from them uh okay i don't i need to reach back out to them uh yeah and i have not heard back from um our most recent member either they weren't granted i just emailed them yesterday Kaysen, Kaysen pavement restoration yeah, yeah. yep yeah. okay uh, so yeah new member podcasts are going well um if you guys talk to anybody that listens to the show you know try and encourage them to subscribe to the show uh that way we'll, we'll just get more and more analytics and more people subscribe and actually download episodes Matt, I know you had uh, Stephen Henderson on, didn't you, a few weeks back? Uh, yes, we sure did. Little, she's going to be at the clay shoot tomorrow. And okay. We might pick her brain on some of her specialties and see what she can speak on sometime. Yeah, she's- I'd be happy to. She was uh she was supposed to join us on the episode I recorded with Stephen, but she had a. Uh, a scheduling conflict and couldn't make it. And she reached out to me afterwards and we're planning on doing an episode uh, with her. I just didn't want to put it too close to the mm-hmm. the episode we just recorded. So we, we, that is definitely one of the ones in the works. Yes. Yeah, she'll she be good. Awesome. I'm looking forward to meeting her. She's got a West Virginia phone number. She might be a mountaineer like me. <laughs> I need to figure that out tomorrow. Oh, Lord, Craig's boss is a mountaineer, too. Uh-oh. <laughs> Go ears. Okay. Bill won't be joining us for the clay shoot tomorrow. Oh, he's not. Okay. Oh, what a bum. But other than that, that's really all I got on the podcast. It's going smoothly, and, and you know, it just seems to be growing and growing. Yeah. Keep up the good work there, man. It's it's fun to listen to. Really good job, man. Yeah, it is. Okay. All right. Craig. All right. Um, chapter website update. The short story is uh, I don't have an update for you guys with the transition to bring Natalie on board. Um, you know, working on strategic planning. Tennessee 811's pipeline safety program. It's just not been able to be on the front burner for me. Um, on the social media front, just to kind of tangentially speak on our ability to have forward-facing platforms and get out there, um, we're doing well. If you haven't seen, we now have an Instagram account. Um, so if you're uh, on Instagram actively, feel free to follow that. If you manage a company page or have any say-so in that, uh, see if we can get connected on there so that we can continue to push that content. We'll have a LinkedIn page here shortly. Uh, The challenge is that every social media account I add on is another social media account that I have to keep up with. And although I have a a tool that helps me publish the multiple platforms at once, some of them have different formats for graphics. So you're technically using one platform to push to several, but you're creating different graphics and adjusting messages and all these things. So um, a fair amount of time goes into trying to keep our social media active. Um, And hopefully that's been a benefit uh, on events like the clay shoot. Hopefully that's contributing to our listenership growth. 
uh, through the podcast uh, and some of those other things. But I hope uh, by the time our next board meeting rolls around to have some progress on the website front to share with you guys as we continue to work on distinguishing ourselves and having our own, you know, platform online to be our chief kind of way that people interact with us, especially during this tough time. And Craig, just to add to that, you know, these association management software tools that we're looking at, most of those have a website capability built into them and they also push to the social media pages. That's great. If we can find one that fits our arrangement good, that'll take a huge burden off of having there again to do things in multiple places. Right. Yeah, I'm all for streamlining. So um, again, just if you guys have any input on things that need to be on the website, um, anytime that you create something from scratch, especially with a brand new organization, uh, which you know, Nuka is not brand new in the sense that we've been here for a few years, but you guys all understand that we're still getting our sea legs and really establishing who we are. So building something for scratch and identifying our key messages and all those things, it's a, it's a challenge. You know, sometimes you sit down, whether it's to create social media content or design that website, and it's like writer's block. You're like, you know, we, we have our hands on a lot of different things. We have a lot of different priorities, but what are the key messages that people can take action on now and that we need to put out there first? So always open to uh, your input as the board on what we can do on that front. Okay. okay. The events update. <clears throat> I was just sitting here looking at the calendar. Saturday will mark my two month <coughs> with the organization. And uh, we've been quite busy in those two months since I've been here. Uh, the week after I came on board, we jumped right into the DC summit. And we had uh, a lot of prep meetings going on, a lot of strategy calls, but the summit was very well received by everyone that participated in it, not only at our uh, location, but nationally as well. Everyone felt that virtually it was a much more comfortable environment they didn't feel any type of pressure uh, and they felt much more comfortable to, you know, push our causes out there and just to have that casual conversation with our elected officials. So I think even though we will eventually go back to live on the Hill meetings, I think there is uh, definitely some votes out there for trying to seek other opportunities to use virtual meetings like that with our elected officials to there again, just get us in front of them more often. So um, we had a virtual safety roundtable call on the 29th um, and on the of September. We also, uh, I partic I've participated in two executive director council calls since I joined. On October 15th, we had the Middle Tennessee Tech Summit, which was really good. We had three presenters and about 13 attendees on that. I'd like to see more people on it. But the format was good. Uh, no one dropped off and left uh, after any of the presentations. They stayed on for all three of them. And uh, I think it was incredibly informative. I know I learned a lot from the presenters and I hope that the members also learned a lot from it as well as to the capabilities of some of these companies and what they have to offer us. Uh, on October 27th, we had the Nuka Winds demo 
we had only four attendees in that uh, presentation, but you know, we put it out there. I know there's other products out there that some of the companies are using, but if you ever want to find out more information about that, that, that is relative to what that product can do and the contacts are on the NUCA National page constantly. NUCA National has struck an agreement with them and there's a huge discount to member firms to be able to buy into that product. So if you have any questions and you can't find it, just let me know. Uh, October 29th, I'm sorry. I was going to say, guys, and also pushing NUCA wins is going to help the chapter too. You know, we signed the agreement to, uh, you know, we get a little bit of, of, of sharing in the in the in the profits on that for the chapter for any NUCA militancy members that sign up for it. Um, and you know, it, it really is a good product. Uh, if I didn't already have something in place, I would have used it. Uh, so anybody that doesn't have a solid reporting tool out there, we need to recommend them look at it because it really is a solid product. And they're offering, a, they're offering a huge discount to us, too. Uh, October 29th was the National Board of Directors meeting. That was a virtual event and uh, <clears throat> went quite well. was done in an hour, I think, and covered a lot of information. We sent out the fall survey, and we've got the results back from that, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the agenda, but that has gone out, and... Uh, we had a 55% response rate to that, by the way, which is huge for a survey. Um, let me see. So the remaining of this year, we obviously have the clay shoot tomorrow. Uh, we have <coughs> Scott, Scotty uh, Noblick with, uh, doing the uh, maximizing efficiencies of equipment operation. We've turned that into a virtual event. So I'm gonna send out the invite for that uh, probably over the weekend or Monday. <clears throat> we changed our holiday event from an event at the club to a virtual cocktail party. Uh, I'm also gonna be sending the invite out for that. We've, we've heard back from our musician that was going to play for us at the country club and he's agreed to open up our virtual cocktail party for us with a couple of songs that he's going to play just to still give us that holiday and festive environment <clears throat> experience and atmosphere. And uh, we'll be giving out uh, awards that night, uh, the Ditch Digger Award and also the um, membership awards will be given out as well. So, uh, you know, just keep an eye out for that. We'd really like to have a lot of participation in this. It's not the best environment for us, obviously, to hold this event in, uh, at the club. So we made the decision to put it to a virtual thing. So uh, I wanna try to make it as, as best as can be for everyone, just to be a little bit festive. Uh, also next Thursday, we've got our annual membership meeting. Uh, so, you know, that invite has already went out. If you didn't get it, let me know. And then for the rest of the year of 2021, rather, uh, I have a, a calendar that I've created that's a repetitive calendar that 
I don't know if I forward it to you all yet or not, but I will. And it basically takes into consideration all the things that the members said they wanted in the survey and trying to put it into a repetitive monthly routine so that I can go ahead and get out in front of this and secure speakers, locations, venues, whatever we need to get out to respond to what the members said they wanted. So that's going to entail some type of membership event, one per month, you know, that can come in a variety of ways, but we're gonna to commit to doing one membership event per month. Um, I'd like to do a safety and or other type of round table event, one per month. Uh, that can obviously be a virtual event, uh, but that was something that people said they wanted to see. I wanna do an education event per month. Again, that could be a virtual type event. And then beyond that, we would have our weekly emails every Wednesday, doing our social media publication uh, once a month, one day a month, <clears throat> we work on government outreach. And once per month, we're doing something that I'm calling Move the Banner. And it's the banner that Nuka had created that's now setting at Jake's location. And what I want to do is take that and start for forcing a rotation of it so that every three weeks we move that banner to another member's office. And we're gonna start with our newest members and let them have it for the three week period. And then we'll rotate it through the new members. Then eventually we'll get back into the existing and founding members. But at the same time that we're doing that, we're gonna draw attention to them in the newsletter. We're gonna do a little spill on them uh, in the weekly newsletter. And if uh, Matt hasn't already done something with them on the podcast, we're going to time that and bring it in at the same time. So in one month period, a company is going to be in the newsletter because they've had the banner. We're probably going to have them on the podcast talking about them. And, you know, we can also draw attention to them through our social media and website pages. So trying to give those members back that opportunity to network themselves, which is something that they're seeking as, as part of this as well. So I don't have all of those events pulled together yet, but I do know in the survey what people are wanting to see. And now I just have to put together that table of speakers and events to put into this calendar and then share it with all of you. That's what I've got on events. Yeah, I think it's important that we establish um, routine, you know, occurring events. And it's been uh, a struggle to maintain that with everything that's going on, but we need to commit to doing something virtual as long as we can't, you know, meet in person or as long as the type of event doesn't allow us to meet in person. But I think as much as we possibly can while being responsible and safe, we need to pepper in, you know, the outdoor events or the things that that do allow us to come together. And we will be doing an axe throwing event. I can tell you that already. <laughs> you say will or won't? We will. Yeah, they have an outdoor axe throwing location here in Great. Nashville. All right. So, but you can't serve alcohol. <laughs> You know, I'm, I, 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 can, I can get behind that. <laughs> you can have alcohol afterwards, but they don't want you to have alcohol ahead of time. So. <laughs> but 
that that is one of the events we'll put out there. Okay. And so if anyone has any suggestions or ideas, shoot them to me. We've got a good list going, but we need all of those options because if something works one month, it may not work another month. So I want to have that flexibility. But also, Craig, to your point about routine, I've already set us in schedule next fall for the clay shoot for next year because we've gotten such a good response to this. And I feel like if we get on everyone's mind and their calendar and their budget for this year, and they know every fall, the first or second, you know, Friday in November, we're going to the Nuka Clay shoot, it'll become a regular annual event. And then, you know, we'll get great attendance and can potentially turn it into a revenue generator eventually as well. Yeah. It'd be great if we had some sort of golf scramble in the spring and then, you know, had two premier events throughout the year that would act as fundraisers for the group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, golf was a big one, too, on the survey. <clears throat> Another possibility that we can talk about in more detail, but the Tennessee Damage Prevention Summit, our annual conference, we've pushed that back to September of next year in hopes that the climate will be um, better for holding an in-person event to that scale. And if we wanted to partner up to hold the clay shoot around the time of that event, maybe on the mm -hmm. date uh, preceding the damage prevention summit um, mm -hmm. as a way of kind of bringing the audiences together, then oh, I'd be all about that. Okay. It's a conversation that we've had in the past about co-branding the damage prevention summit as a NUCA and 811 event. So this could be a, a step in that direction. Okay, great. Yeah, and, and Craig, I know I know. Last time Roger did the the golf event and said he would, you know, he would do that in if for Nuka. So if we want to switch it from golf to clay shoot or, or whatever Roger's comfortable with, we can work with him. Yep. Okay. Stephen, are you there? I am here. So let's, I'm told, uh, let's I'm told that we have to make the committee official. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess in our haste uh, to get this thing off the ground, we never officially voted on on its existence. So um, I, I guess I I'll make a motion to uh, officially create the uh, Nuka Middle Tennessee membership committee. I'll second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Awesome. Well, we're, we've, we've had some good practice in getting this thing going. So uh, <laughs> six, seven meetings in and uh, glad, glad we can finally make it official. Yeah. But uh, I'll, I'll quickly roll into the uh, membership report and committee update. So since our last, since our last uh, board meeting, we, as Matt mentioned, we've gotten some momentum in terms of, um, new members. So I, I, my count is at seven right now with, um, since August, we've had consolidated pipe, uh, Badger, Scotty's contracting and stone, Rogers group, Stites and Harbison, Coleman tractor. And most recently we had pavement restoration. So that brings our total, if I'm not mistaken, to 14 new members in 2020, which is outstanding when you, um, 
look at, at, at what we set as a goal. Uh, you know, obviously we want to double, but uh, I think that's a step in the right direction in, in our first school year membership committee. And um, that brings our total count up to 55 members. We got 31 associates and uh, 24 contractor or specialty contractor members right now. So we've closed that gap as well. And uh, close, a lot closer to that 50-50 mix. We still got a little bit of work to do there. But, um, again, that's a step in the right direction. And in terms of uh, the committee itself, we, um, with in the transition, we did not get a meeting scheduled or on the books or on the calendar. I, I was, I made I made the poor assumption of thinking that that November nineteenth meeting was going to be, in fact, the membership committee, which it's not. It's the annual members membership meeting. Um, so, Heather, excuse me, uh, Natalie and I talked today about trying to squeeze that in. Um, before the holidays and everybody gets busy and before we, uh, we lose sight of, of our planning for 2021. So, um, we, Heather, or, uh, I'm going to need to break that habit. Natalie, uh, what are we looking to do it the day of, or, or do you want to go with the 17th or 18th? Like we originally discussed it. Um, it might be better to do it the 17th or 18th because, we might just be, I don't want people to get different things on our calendar confused either. I, I agree. So, uh, I agree. Well, if we could, if we could put it down for the 18th again, it, I don't think it'll be a an extremely long call. Um, okay. And uh, kind of keep that afternoon slot that we've been using in the past. Okay. I'll take care of that. One of the things we wanted to to do before the end of the year was have some sort of a associate meeting to to rally the troops and help in, in the push during the uh, contest. Which uh, again, the contest has brought some pretty good results, um, considering all things. And and again, that the contest closes out. So I appreciate everybody that participated in that and really recruited hard for us because um, you know several of you specifically uh, really showed up and, and helped us out in a big way there. But we wanted to do that membership committee um, associate meeting to help kind of rally the troops, but we'll, we'll plan on doing something in the spring um, again, because we're, we're always going to continue the, the emphasis on recruiting and especially in the realm of the contractors that we want to bring to the table. Has anybody got any questions or anything in regards to the membership committee? Anything I didn't touch on? Yeah, Stephen, what is the, the end date for the, the contest? Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah November 13th, tomorrow. Matt, was, okay. was the end date. Yep. Okay, perfect. I knew, I knew it was coming up. I just couldn't remember exactly what it was. Yes, sir. All right, Natalie, I'm, I'm good on my end. If nobody, else, if nobody has any questions, I'll turn it back over to you. All right, Stephen, thank you. Craig, you got a treasurer's report of some fashion for us? A <laughs> uh, lack thereof. Uh, so as Natalie and I were preparing for uh, uh, collecting the data that we needed to, to get a treasurer's report to you, uh, we realized that Nuka National has, again, dropped the ball on submitting statements to us and any kind of explanation of where our funds that they manage essentially are, are at, how they stand. So we don't have statements uh, or reports for me to be able to 
give you a worthwhile report at this moment. So um, we have a conversation to talk about for a special meeting to be called after this meeting, and we will have an update for you, uh, a treasurer's report in time for that meeting once we get statements from Nuka National. I want to say that um, Natalie has been very hard at work with the strategic planning side of things and making sure that we have material, for lack of better words, and, and content to put out to our membership. Um, and this has just not been able to be the priority just yet. But Natalie and I had a conversation today to get us back on the same page and, and what we need to be pushing national for, uh, because we're, we clearly can't rely on them to just provide it to us automatically. So uh, we'll get the report updated for you, have it in time for the special meeting, um, and you'll be able to review everything there. In the meantime, uh, I'd like to refer everyone to the bylaws where it states that if you have any questions about the transparency of the finances, you're welcome to reach out to the executive director uh, and or the treasurer at any time. We can share with you bank statements or anything else that we do have access to. Uh, if that's a question that anybody has, we just want to make it clear that there's no intentional concealing or, or not sharing of the information. It's just a matter of getting timely reports from nationals so that we have a full picture of where we stand. Yeah, and Craig, I'll add to that that um, I did get an email back from Doug. He promised us to have everything to me on Monday. So we'll see. Um, but this goes into the conversation about our desire to get out from under Nationals Accounting and take it over ourselves and being responsible for our own finances instead of so dependent on them as we send everything to them and they roll it up into the reports and send them back to us. Um, I, I can tell you, I haven't written any checks since I've been in this office. <laughs> uh, I know we owe National some money for new members and uh, <clears throat> I don't know yet without seeing those reports, how they've handled that, <clears throat> excuse me, because it was a changeover for us to start processing our own due payments as opposed to National doing it. And the last you know, mem new members, we have processed that payment ourselves and have not sent anything to national relative to that. So, you know, part of our discussions has also been to change our banking arrangement when we get out from under the national realm uh, so that we will have better control of our finances as well as having better business benefits than the ones that we currently have. So that's something that we're pursuing as well right now. Anything any else on treasury? Yeah, any questions on the financials? Not that I can provide you with a whole lot at this moment. There's more money in there than the day I started. I know that. <laughs> well, you just... I guess, you know, we'll, we will hold Nationals money hostage until they get us the reports. Honestly, yeah. it's it's not a bad plan of attack to um, to sit on those dues payments until we have reporting from them to make all the numbers work. So mm -hmm. um, not that we need to create any hostility between the two groups, but I am in favor of making them ask for it if we're going to have to ask for the statements. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any questions, but I would like to make the comment that 
I think you guys have done, we've done a really good job of trying to get away from national and have since the beginning really shown a lot of autonomy and, and a drive towards getting independent. I know they try to do their best out there at national, but I, I do think that we do a phenomenal job at the Tennessee local chapter. So Craig, Matt, everybody involved in that, good job. It's frustrating. Thanks, Drew. And, uh, you know, just so it's on record, I don't think any of us are under this impression, but I don't think that there's anything fishy going on at national. I don't think that they are intentionally, you know, not sharing information with us. I think it's just, you know, Doug is still feeling things out. He's still making changes to match the, you know, style of operation and leadership that he wants to exhibit. And, you know, the, the direction of the larger association is, you know, shifting a little bit in some ways as a virtue of that or as a byproduct of that. So I don't think there's anything underhanded at play. It's just a matter of working out the kinks. And part of working out the kinks is us separating more than we currently are. So we'll yeah. get there. Yeah, I, I, I second what Craig said. It, it, I don't think there's anything. I don't think they're hiding or holding anything from us. I just think it's a bit of a... Uh, you know, there, there's a lot changing and, and stuff going on over there. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, thanks, Craig. So over to the member engagement survey. I've sent that out to all of you. Uh, you just take a look at it. As I said earlier about events, uh, it gave us a lot of insight. Uh, into what our members want. Uh, as I said earlier too, we also had a 55% response rate for and for a survey of this type, that's just phenomenal to get that type of uh, response. I think some of the calls that were made by others to in, in force people <laughs> to respond to the survey probably helped just to try to get those additional responses so that every company was represented as much as possible. But it's interesting when we look at the numbers, um, you know, one of the biggest responses of why people wanted to join our organization is for the networking, obviously. And then after that, it was education. And then after education, it was safety awareness issues. So those are three elements that in the upcoming year, I really want to focus and make sure we get things on the calendar that respond to those reasons that companies joined our organization. As you go through that survey, it gets into the depths of what they're looking for in particular, including where Matt, how Matt gets his beard looking so good and uh, where the cheapest cold beer in town is. <laughs> I was going to ask about that one, Matt. Why were you at that? Hey, I'm, but, just, I'm uh, just glad that my beard gets such great reviews. <laughs> um, I have no clue how any of that made it in there. None whatsoever. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know where that came from, Jake. <laughs> <clears throat> but as you go through there, like I said, you can see there's some specifics from everyone. And I'm going to do my darndest to make sure we capture as much of that as possible. You can also see, and it was in the newsletter yesterday, the number of other organizations that our companies are members of. And there's a lot. And uh, I want to find out who all those are and decide for ourselves which might be great other organizations for us to partner with. 
not to only help grow our uh, maturity in our organization, but how can we benefit the members by having joint events and you know, sharing in that planning, sharing in the revenue possibly, but at least just bringing larger crowds together, which increases the networking opportunity that our people are seeking. Tracy, is that you? No. Okay, I'm sorry. Random background voice. I'm gonna comment on that. Um, as far as the networking thing goes, it can be a little bit difficult, as you know. You know, we don't want to compete for members of somebody like ADC, et cetera. But on the wet utility side, a lot of our clients that we want with are, you know, bigger GCs, like the J. Dunn, Central Self, et cetera. But if we go through a minority association, like Hispanic contractors or something like that, they've already got members that we're not going to compete with, and they're often for our safety protocols and looking for good small utility contractors. And so if we can get in the same room as them to share some of that stuff, like in our minority association, those are our clients, and that brings value to our membership to bring in potential work for us in the future in the utility realm and space. So that's something maybe we take a look at. Yeah, that's a great point. So yeah. if you have questions on it, let me know. I'm sorry, Craig, go ahead. I just wanted to say um, uh, Drew's connection uh, was kind of cutting in and out on my end. So just so everybody kind of understands what he covered in case it's needed. He was saying that the minority contractor groups like the Hispanic contractors associations could be a good association that we don't necessarily have to compete with them for membership, but we could potentially commingle events and, and that kind of thing to bring benefit to both groups. We're not going to have larger GCs that can come, I guess, necessarily to our events. They're not contractor members, but those minority associations do have large GCs that are our members' clients. So if we can get them, it's mutually beneficial to go to the mission to get it. Okay. Craig, over to you. We're getting a package delivered and my chihuahua is losing its mind. So I apologize for any background noise on that front. Now the larger one has joined in as well. So it's just a, a regular symphony going on behind me. Uh, so uh, board makeup, we had a uh, meeting yesterday for board nominations. Um, the nature of our, our situation that we're currently in, we've not been able to engage the membership in a face-to-face -face way to really, you know, work on expanding the board um, thus far. So we've currently got nine members on the board. We always have to have a majority that are utility contractors. And right now, five out of nine are falling into that utility contractors uh, category. So we are just barely maintaining the majority that we need to be... Um, in accordance with our bylaws. So we've got to be careful of that. Uh, we also have the ability to expand our board uh, to 11 folks, um, which is made up of both the contractor representatives and uh, the associate members, uh, six of which are contractor members, four of which are associate members, and then one is institutional or, or honorary members with no voting authority. 
So we have some room for expansion. We need to get some more contractor members in. And now that we're building a roadmap for continuing events and, and hopefully um, kind of reigniting our engagement that has been a little lackluster at this point, hopefully we can make that a priority and we need to make that a priority. So at this point, your um, uh, board is intended to carry over into our next year. Uh, is anyone who currently serves on the board not able to continue their term um, or otherwise at issue here? Drew has um, shared with us that just by virtue of the fact that he's distant and not able to be as engaged in Tennessee as he would love to be, that he's happy to give up his seat um, when the time comes or if the time comes. Uh, but we appreciate Drew's service in the interim. And Drew, as long as you're willing to stick with us, we could still use your service at the moment. Love being a part of the chapter. That's one of the best ones in the country. Okay. That's all I've got on the board from. Okay. So the next item is new business. Is there any new business that I've got a couple of things? I don't know if anyone else has something first though. And the only thing that I would, that I'd like to bring up is uh, just you know, as a board, please help spread the word. Uh, I'm hoping not step, stepping on your toes, Natalie, but please all help spread the word to any other members that you talk to or deal with on a regular basis or even an irregular basis about the membership meeting next week and, and how, how critical it is that our members take an hour out of their, out of their time to try and be there for this meeting because we've got some important stuff to discuss and we can't do it without a forum. One of the items I wanted to bring up was uh, our strategy planning that we're uh, just done a really rough outline on. I've sent a copy of that document to all of you. There are some pieces in there that there are placeholders uh, for numbers or percentages to go into. Uh, I'd like to get everyone's feedback on that document. And then what I wanna do is form some smaller groups of board member, board members leading the group with just, you know, maybe three members uh, out of the organization for several of these lines or columns, however we want to do it. Uh, but we want the members to be part of the strategic thinking. You know, um, it can't be just the board saying how many new members they want in the organization this year or how they want to do things once someone has joined the organization. I'd like to have the members have a say in it, if they will, you know, we all we can do is invite them and uh, put timelines on this and then move forward with the information that we've compiled at the end of those timelines. So I'm gonna be reaching out to each of you with certain elements of this plan to ask your assistance in reaching out to some of the members and surveying them or polling them, having conversations with them about their thoughts on some numbers and, and uh, pieces of this plan that we're putting together, which right now goes to 2023. Uh, this is a living document. We'll have to revisit it every year. 
but we've got to have a plan because if we don't have a plan with something that we're measuring ourselves against, we're never going to know if we've accomplished anything and we won't force ourselves to move around. We're just going to be going down a path of, you know, no expectation. And that's not how you achieve things. So take a look at the document, but I'll be reaching out to you uh, early next week and asking for your assistance and going through this a little bit deeper and helping me identify what you think the measurements are. And at the end of the day, this document is what you, the board, is going to hold me accountable to. This is what you're telling me as your executive director you hope for me to achieve. Now, not alone, obviously. I have to do that with the assistance of committees and members, but it is up to me to lead the, the chase of accomplishing these things by the timelines that you will have outlined in this document. Any questions? One other piece of new business, I guess it's new business, I don't know, it may be old business, is the spinoff from National. Uh, I have dived into that heavily. Uh, we can make it happen. Uh, I was ready to make it happen this week and uh, talked to National and just wanted to get a clear, some clarity on a couple of things. And I also talked to Colorado as well because they are a mature chapter and wanted to get their insight on how they had approached this. But it's very easy for us to do this. So uh, I would like to have a motion, if possible, that formalizes our desire to do the spinoff from national and at the same time allows us to put the necessary, uh, you know, banking arrangements and things of that nature in place that will tie into all of that. And so I'd like to have a, you know, a formality to this, if you don't mind. Natalie, do we have the, the clear roadmap of incorporation and 501c status and all that that we talked about recently? Yeah, so I talked to the Secretary of State's office. Uh, they don't care at all about if we have a 501c status. They just ask when you're filing, if you're filing as a nonprofit or a for-profit corporation or an LLC or a sole proprietor, basically. So we would be filing as a nonprofit corporation where the, uh, and then once we do that, we inform national. National then submits some document to the IRS and that puts us formally through the IRS as a reporting entity rolling up to nationals, IRS numbers. We still have to get our own EIN but we will still be under the umbrella of Nationals 501c6. We still have to file our tax paperwork at the end of the year, and we will file that according to Tennessee law. But we don't have to go out and get our own independent 501c6 status. We can operate under their umbrella. Is there okay. a benefit to that? Is there a reason it's why we should not pursue it's our own? It's incredibly difficult. It's very difficult and time consuming to obtain a 501c6 status. Okay. So 
I, I don't see that it hurts us. We're still able to file, you know, our taxes in Tennessee without national being involved. We'll just use their, their certificate when we submit the paperwork. Uh, but it, it's really difficult. I've done it in the past with my son's ROTC group, and it's very time consuming and very difficult. And I just don't think we want to shove this out any further than we have to. And Colorado is set up this way. Best I can find, every chapter I've talked to has done this, you know, in recent years. Follow the same procedures? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, then uh, I'll make a motion to, to move forward with, with pursuing the plan of uh, establishing our own nonprofit status in, in Tennessee so we can move forward with, with fixing all of our accounting and, and banking issues. Do it. Um I intend to, to second that and, and approve it and all that good stuff. But how specific do we need to be in our motion here for record keeping purposes? Yeah. Do we need to specifically state that we are making a motion that we pursue incorporation as a nonprofit operating under NUCA Nationals 501c6 umbrella? I just want to make sure we're covering our bases. Um, I, don't, I don't know that we need to say that. I think the fact that we would establish ourselves, so there's two things. When we establish ourselves as a nonprofit corporation in Tennessee, they will never ask to see a certificate of a nonprofit. They don't care. We don't have to load, upload that or anything. The only place where the nonprofit certificate comes into place is with the Department of Revenue. And they're going to want to see it. And Ken in Colorado tells me that there is a form that they filled out that passes that right of nonprofit status acknowledgement onto the chapters from under the Nationals umbrella. I don't know what that document is, but it's an IRS document, apparently. Okay. I, I just don't know that we need to say that. Because if we can't form ourselves as a nonprofit properly through the state of Tennessee, the state of Tennessee won't let us do it. We, we have to have the right submission when we submit it. But I will tell all of you too, that when we do this, we have to, there's a lot of documents that we've got to get in place by the board, including acknowledgement of our bylaws. And we, I know we're going to say something here about our bylaws in a little bit. We can currently go in under our current bylaws and then come back later. And when we revise our bylaws, resubmit those to the Secretary of State's office and upload them. But we do have to acknowledge our bylaws and to create our certificate of existence of the corporation. So, you know, that's going to have to happen anyway. Um, but I, a, I just to get that specific. We are a nonprofit. We can only be a nonprofit. Right. And Is a mission statement required uh, to be on file yeah. for 501c6? I okay. don't think I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. I know for like, uh, for example, for our 501c4 status at Tennessee 811, C4s can do up to 49% of our expenditures can be in uh, political lobbying, as long as it is not a majority. And essentially the way that they measure whether your taxable activities were in pursuit of the 
um, mission of your organization and, and evaluating all that is by comparing the activities that you report against your mission statement. So I'll, I'll check that, Craig, just to be sure, because that is part of our strategic plan that we're mm-hmm. looking at anyway yep. right now. <clears throat> so if we need that, I'll let you all know. All right. I'll, no, um, we're not. It, sorry, see, correct me if I'm wrong, but we're not filing as a 501c6 in Tennessee, are we? We're going to can retain that from Nationals umbrella. I understood that all correctly. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yes. So we I, will be the only, the only two people we've got to file with is Secretary of State's office, who doesn't care if we have a certificate or not. They don't ask for that, and the Department of Revenue. Department of Revenue probably could care less about your mission statement, I think, but I might be wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, I think most of the time it wouldn't be an issue. It would just be if there was ever an audit that it would come into play. Well, I'll make sure, sure that we're getting everything we need, obviously. I, and here's another question. I have to list, this is a question I've got to circle back with the Secretary of State's office and clarify. I have to list the members either, uh, we say that we're acting on behalf of the organization, so there's no single agent. You know, corporations oftentimes will have an agent that acts on their behalf. Uh, We also have the option of just saying that the organization is acting on its behalf so that you don't have to have a registered agent. And I'd rather see us say that the organization is operating on its behalf so that we don't designate one person as that registered agent. But we are going to have to list some members, and I don't know if it's the executive committee or the full board or how they want us to do that, but I may be reaching out to you to get some information from each of you personally that may have to be included on that form. Okay. Um, Matt, you want to restate your motion since we've had all that discussion? Sure, I can do that. Uh, I'll move to move forward with establishing ourselves as a nonprofit in the state of Tennessee. Okay. Second. Okay. All in favor? Aye. 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 All right. Thank you. Okay, the next item, uh, this is probably old business, would be uh, our bylaws. I I did a revamp of our bylaws and sent them out to the executive committee and got comments back from them. And we need to circle back and revisit that again. Uh, It's it's not anywhere near being ready to show to the entire board nor to all the members. So I wanted to see if we could have, by the bylaws, we can have a special meeting uh, to discuss this. And I want, and I would have to give you 15 days notice to call that special meeting. So I'm asking that if that would be okay with this group that I place a special meeting on the calendar uh, for the purposes of reviewing the bylaws as revised up until that date. I guess that's what I'm saying, because I don't know once we put them in in front of everyone, we're still going to have revisions to them, I feel. 
Sure. Do we have a target date at this point? Well, I have to give 15 days notice, so. And is, is that the board or the membership? Hang on, Jay. Sorry, I didn't mean to throw a monkey wrench in there. I'll, I'll, I'm looking to. I don't know if you guys remember the Ray Stevens song about the Shriners Convention, but um, <laughs> in the song, he says, we're going to have to call a spatial meeting. And that's all I can think about while we're talking. About <laughs> yeah, it says special meet. Well, here's one sentence. It says special meetings of the board of directors. Um. It doesn't necessarily say what what they're covering. Oh, wait a minute. No. It doesn't say what they're covering in the special meeting. It just says how you call a special meeting. The chapter board may make amendments pertaining to the administrative function without the approval of the membership. All other amendments, if the chapter members reject a board adopted temporary bylaw amendment. Any prior board action made pursuant to the temporary bylaw amendment shall not be affected, void or voidable solely because of the member's rejection. So we can change it if we want to. It also looks like we have to be careful that we don't change anything not related to administrative function based on the wording of that first sentence in that section that you're looking at, Jake. Yeah. All right, so we need to, um, I move that we schedule a special meeting of the board with at least 15 days notice. And in the meantime, we need to be reviewing the bylaw changes that are proposed to make sure that they don't overstep that limitation of administrative uh, functions. And, and above that, it says, it lists articles one, two, and three. Well, that's just that's us coordinating any changes to our bylaws with national. Yep, that's tricky business. We may have to hold some of the changes that we've gone back and forth on until they can be conducted with the whole membership's approval. Yep. So um, again, I'll move that we hold a special meeting uh, at a date that allows for the 15 days notice and reconvene to, to discuss the bylaws and to provide an updated treasurer's report at that point. I'll second. Who said that? <laughs> Steven seconded oh, Steven. it. Okay. Sorry, all, all in favor now that it's been seconded. <laughs> Aye. Aye. Are there any uh, oppositions to that one? I wanna make sure that this is not something that we do lightly. Okay. Thank you. I'll take care of that. And then we're over to open discussion at this point. If anyone has anything else they need to throw out there. We've covered a lot of ground today. And I, I think that these are all necessary things to continue the success of this association. I appreciate everybody on the call for being as engaged as they are because we've gone through a really tough time in the in the launching of a association like this and uh, other groups could have fallen apart if they didn't have the support that we have yeah. yep. I, I agree and guys i just you know 
I, I th- want again thank everybody for for being here today and being engaged and being a part of it and adding to the discussion. And I'm looking forward to what Natalie is bringing to the table with our strategic planning and moving away from national and everything that she's jumped in and, and taking control of. So, uh, guys, I, I'm excited for where this is going. Uh, so again, thank you all. Sarah. So uh, thanks, Matt and Craig, for those positive words. Uh, next meeting, approximately when? <laughs> Other than the special meeting. I know that. All right, everybody. I hope everybody enjoyed hearing that audio from the board meeting. Um, you know, I wanted to point a couple things out there, guys. Um, we, I, I was not able to record that interview with Zach at the time. Um, my family and I had to uh, head out of town um, for a family issue, and uh, so I had to reschedule with him. So if anybody wants to turn in some questions for Zach from Wyman and Associates, uh, who is the um, lobbyist group for Nuka National, you know, on the Hill on behalf of us, uh, uh, feel free to and. and I know this episode we kind of went over the Middle Tennessee board meeting, but guys, questions from Middle or East, it doesn't matter, would be more than welcome uh, if you guys have some questions for those guys. Um, you know, one of the one of the topics of discussion of our board meeting was getting people involved. And, and again, this applies to both chapters. Guys, we need folks to get involved. Um, you know, we heard a little bit of discussion about the board here. You know, we're we're right on that line of contractors versus associates, and we've been announcing, you know, in the weekly emails and in in this podcast that we have two open board seats for contractors. So step up and get involved. You know, we're, we're trying to be as transparent as possible with what we're doing, how we're running this organization to better uh, our industry uh, for all of Tennessee. So if you want to have a voice in that, step up and help us out. Uh, we touch on Nuka Wins in there. And guys, Nuka Wins is a great program. Um, you know, it, it, it's a program that if I didn't already have something established that our company is using, I would jump on it. It's a great tool. It's, uh, I think, very valuable if you're looking for a better way to get reporting, not just on uh, damage prevention, but on accidents, on injuries, on near misses, on all sorts of things. Nuka Wins is a great tool and it's easily used. Just it's simple app you know, app-based, so you can have your guys download it on their phone or their tablet or whatever you provide them, or if they have their own phone, they can still download it uh, to their phone and, and have that reporting tool right there. So look into that and take advantage of that program. Uh, the clay shoot next year, as you heard Natalie say, we're, we're coming back, we've already reserved the date, and we're going to start making plans. You know, there was a great, great turnout, and we were happy to be a, have that out there and, you know, Hopefully, we'll have a bigger time next year. Um, the small strategy groups, uh, that has taken place since this board meeting was recorded. And I think they're off to a good start. Or, well, a few of them have taken place. I think they're off to a good start. Uh, you know, guys, we want your input into how, where, what direction we're taking this chapter. You know, I don't want this board, our, our board to sit around and make all the decisions and you guys be going, well, why are we doing that? Let us know. You know, tell us how you're feeling, what you're thinking. Uh, same thing when I talk about podcast ideas in there. If you got ideas and you're like, man, I, you know, our company offers something that could be really good. Let me know. We'll talk about it. Or you've, your company was a part of something you think all everyone else could take advantage of. Let me know. We'll talk to those people. We'll talk to you about your experience. That's what this is for. 
Um, and finally, I, I want because I know this was a bit of a long episode. I want to touch on our discussion about separating from Nuka National. Guys, I'm not, I mean, we're in no way advocating that we're going to be saying, you know, bye to Nuka National. We're not working with them anymore. Uh, that is not at all what we're talking about. This is just uh, a process that every chapter goes through as they mature, where you no longer operate under Nuka National financially. They don't process your dues. You keep all your money in your bank and not in the bank account that Nuka starts for you when you initially start up your chapter. And it's been a bit of an arduous and drawn-out process for our chapter because of our transition from, you know, Nuka National operating as our executive director to Judah to then she and her family moved on to then Heather and now to Natalie. You know, it's a process we should have um, been well underway with and we're still just now kind of feeling our way through it. So don't in any way think that we're thinking of walking away from Nuka National because they're too great of an asset to to us and what we what we do and what we can offer as a chapter. So uh, I just want to clarify that. I know some of that conversation sounds a little funny, but that that's not what we're advocating. Nuka National does do a great job at supporting us and helping us through this process. And, you know, they're going through changes of their own at Nuka National. You know, Doug Carlson is um, barely a year on the job at this point, and uh, they've had a change at CFO, so they're they're feeling their way through through some, some growing pains, just like we are. And so we're kind of going through those growing pains with them at the same time as us trying to become independent as a chapter, as our own nonprofit here in the state of Tennessee. So um, I just wanted to clarify that a little bit because we, we do appreciate that support and everything that they do for us and offer us, and, and they're working with us to get through this process. So, um, Guys, I, I'll, so I'll go ahead with a few chapter updates. Um, East Tennessee axe-throwing event looked awesome. I wanted to be there. Uh, couldn't make it because my family was headed out of town just a couple days after that. But it looked awesome, and uh, we're, we're going to copy your idea and find a way to do one here because it, it looked killer. Um, so uh, I hope you all enjoyed that. But up next for Nuka of, of East Tennessee is the holiday party uh, coming up here in a, in a few days. Uh, December 9th, I believe it is. I don't have the, uh, the schedule right in front of me, so I'm sorry, Wendy, if I got that date wrong. But, guys, reach out to Wendy, wendy at nuka.com. Get registered for that holiday party. Uh, it should be a should be a good time. I know Wendy pulled off her first event with a bang, so I expect good things from that uh, that holiday party. Um, here in Middle Tennessee, uh, guys, coming up just the day after you're hearing this this podcast. No, incorrect. It is today. So if if you want last second get in there today, December second is the uh, webinar with Scott Noblet from Caterpillar on maximizing job site efficiencies for civil contractors. Again, guys, Nobby has traveled the world for Caterpillar, um, and what he, the information he has to impart on people isn't just for Caterpillar machines. It's for anybody out there operating equipment. So jump on there. Um, oh, our, our December event coming up um, December 4th. Uh, at 4, 4 p.m., we are expecting a little message from Senator Blackburn on this one. Uh, we'll you know hear from her a little bit. Uh, we have the musician who was supposed to be at our on our holiday party that when it was going to be live is going to be there and play a song or two for us and still give out our annual awards and our uh, 
uh, Ditch Digger of the Year and our membership contest. So, guys, um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be good. Uh, it'll be, you know, shorter than if it were in person, but, you know, we, we still want to recognize our members and all their great efforts, so we're going to do that uh, virtually. Uh, get in touch with Natalie for the info on both of those upcoming events from us. And, uh, and, and Natalie's email is midtn at nuka.com. So reach out to Wendy and Natalie if you guys want any events on the uh, up or information on those events, and we'll uh, we'll go from there. And, and we, as you heard in our in this recording, we're working on getting a lot more good stuff put together for you guys. So is East Tennessee. Uh, you know these two Tennessee chapters um, are have got a lot of excitement going. Uh, and Nuka National sees that. You know Doug came down and he was at the axe throwing event. The day before that, he sat down with our executive committee and. And, and sees a lot of a lot of things a lot of bright things coming from Tennessee so you guys be proud of what your chapters are doing and keep up the good work get involved and, and we'll keep this thing rolling so with that guys like I said I know this one was lengthy so hopefully you broke it up and listened to it kind of over time uh, over the week but uh, if you have any questions as always feel free to reach out to us we're happy to answer them uh, you guys stay safe out there and keep digging Tennessee